Fans of the Sean Geek Podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to seanbeginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode. with Jared Chorowski from Tom- Comic Factory 4. Continuing off of last week's episode, so we're just going to jump right in. Enjoy the episode. Oh, we don't want you to buy the movie. You can buy the digital copy that you can always watch on Google Play or, or whatever. Well, they save money. They don't have to make anything physical. They don't have to physically ship it anywhere. It's, it's all virtual. It, it saves them money and they get paid. <laughs> do you think it's fair, Jarrett, if this, we've talked about this before on the show, do you think it's fair if you go buy a movie or go buy a CD or whatever it is, some sort of media of some kind that you pay twenty four ninety nine for the movie? Like, so say you're going to go to the Cineplex store or the Apple, Apple store and you're like, I want to buy Expendables 3. And it's twenty four ninety nine to buy the movie, and you buy the movie, and you have a digital. You, you're buying it digitally, so you don't get a hard copy of it. But you can watch it if you buy it on Apple TV. You can watch it on Apple TV on any Apple device you have anytime you want. Is that does it make sense for that price to be the same versus if you just bought the physical copy? Uh, well. Assuming that you're only just buying the movie, uh, then no. One of the reasons why I still like buying the physical stuff, and I know this is sort of slowly changing now, is like I didn't rent, um, you know, Disney Plus has movies you can rent for the first, say, two months or purchase, I guess. You don't actually rent them. And then they will then become free at streaming, or you can buy the Blu-ray, um, Disney Plus. Maybe some other streaming services are starting to change, where you're starting to get digital extras. But in say the case of like Fast and the Furious movies, I watch those with my son. We've watched all of them a few times already. Yep. Um, but I don't think right now you get the bloopers. You get the blue screen you get the how it's made you get the 20 minutes on the stunts and if i'm gonna rent a movie or even digitally purchase a movie for 24.99 or i can physically buy it for 24.99 and have all of that extra stuff um then i definitely don't think you're getting your money's worth but if it's but if it's just a movie if it's just a digital movie or just the movie on Blu-ray, then no, digital should be cheaper because it, 
uh, like Todd was saying, it doesn't cost them as much. You don't have to pay for the disc. You don't have to pay for the plastic. You don't have to pay for the shipping. You don't have to pay for, you know, unfortunately somebody to sell it to you in a store or even through a warehouse. Then no. Um, you also can't watch it wherever you want. If you buy it from, so for example, like I buy, when I buy a movie or a CD or if I buy a movie, I buy it through um, Google, which means it's available on YouTube. If I want to watch the movie, I go to YouTube and all the movies I bought are all there. Right. But if I don't have access to the internet, I can't watch the movie. If I'm on, on, on an Apple device or something, or if I can only use YouTube. And if I can't use YouTube on my TV, I can't watch it. If I can't use YouTube, like you're, you're limited. You're not getting full availability to that film. If you buy the physical copy, you can pop it in. Like if you can pop it into the disc player on your computer, you can yep. pop it into your Xbox. You can pop it into your DVD player or your Blu-ray player. You can pop it in anywhere. But if you're buying a digital copy, you can only watch it insert on certain devices like it's it's limited and it seems odd they're charging the same price for limited availability to the movie you just bought so like netflix you can actually download it watch it later this one you couldn't even do that like the one you actually bought yeah i think you have to stream it i don't think i don't it's know not downloadable no um or is it i no. No, not on Disney. I don't think so. But you're right about Netflix. But I also don't know. You might still need to log in. Well, again, I haven't actually tried to download anything through Disney Plus yet. It's entirely possible. Um, I do know, uh, this is a while ago, but um, if you were to buy, it's like a Disney Blu-ray, after a certain time, you would always get like a digital code to redeem. And then if you got the code, you could watch that streaming. Or you could also download it. And I do remember downloading, I don't know, maybe say four or five movies onto like an iPad for Mason to watch when he was younger on, on the plane, which right now he could actually just do on his iPhone. But at the time you needed something bigger because of the storage if you wanted to have like multiple movies. So the fact that you Disney- You could stream back then. You had to actually download the movie to watch it. That's the way that yes. technology was at the time. Yeah, and, and that was good. But that also means that- you, I guess you don't physically need the Blu-ray or the, the disc, but you had the one digital code and you entered that into your own um, Disney account. So while you technically maybe could have let someone log in and download it as well, it was a much more limiting on what you could do. Well, what they do now, because we, we do, if there's a movie we like, we, we go buy it. Um, we don't buy as much as we used to because we have Disney Plus, we have Netflix, you know, so special movies we'll go out and buy it. But we always buy the DVD, Blu-ray, digital copy version, which usually costs like a dollar or two more than the standard version, Blu-ray version of a movie. Yep. And what that has is you pick your store like whether it's apple or whatever and you say okay i've got the digital code it gives you unlimited streaming to that movie but you also have the dvd copy and the blu-ray copy which 
is nice to have because we go to the cabin. We don't have Blu-ray player, a Blu-ray player there. Or if you've got the little devices for the kids, kids never have Blu-ray devices. They always have DVD devices. Like just a little shitty, you know, $20 player or whatever that you buy for your kids that plays DVDs only. Yeah. So they always have one of those. So, you know, we'll buy like a, like Mulan or something. And then we get the, the, the triple pack, but then we also have the ability to stream it wherever we want. We have the Blu-ray, we have the DVD and for a dollar or two more. And then of course it's got all the extras and all that sort of stuff too. Like that's the way I go. Well, that's definitely how I go too. There, there are movies. Uh, I would say what, maybe $30 Canadian is kind of standard now for yeah. streaming a new release. Like I don't have HBO max or whatever that might be in Canada. Um, and I watched Mulan, but I didn't pay for it initially. I watched it for free when it became free on Disney yeah. plus. Yeah. Same. But I do have a copy on my shelf. I do have a Blu-ray copy on my shelf because I tend to buy most Disney movies yeah, or franchise movies that Mason and I would like to watch over and over again. Yep. And, and you never know. I mean, if it's a Disney movie, it's almost always going to be on a Disney streaming platform. If it's a Netflix original movie, it should remain on Netflix. But not um, always. They pull stuff all the time, right? So, Well, if, it's, if they weren't like the parent company that made the movie, then yes. Yeah. Sometimes like a TV show or a movie will switch back and forth or yeah. like, I know not everything that Disney owns now is on Disney plus or star, but because of other licensing agreements, they still need to be aired some other place or like they'll have, you know, the first movie of a trilogy, but not the other two because they're somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. But I would, I'd rather have the physical copy no, admittedly, if, if I can't stream something, it probably means I don't have power, so I can't use my PS4 as a Blu-ray player anyway. Yeah. But occasionally, it's just the internet that's a problem. And yeah. Um, but there's enough power in my laptop to probably watch two movies on DVD if I had to. Yeah. Um, you don't have an old wall of VHS Disney tapes, do you? You, you I, didn't one of the collectors? The VHS versions? Like the clamshell, uh, I don't yeah. think I have any of those anymore. We probably sold them at grad sales. But some Disney movies, in the same way like I've bought in the same Star Wars movies, probably five times now. <laughs> um, yeah. yep. You know, because I bought, say, Hercules on in the clamshell. Yeah. And then when it came out on DVD, I bought the DVD. And then it came out on Blu-ray, I bought the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And now some of the older Disney movies have their signature series, which doesn't have a lot of extras, but there is additional extras. And a lot of the time it's like an interview with Walt Disney. But it might also be a better version of the movie too, where they, you know, uh, sometimes yeah, up like better audio or, or whatever. Yeah. There was um, fifth element. They had a special edition release, but there was like one extra based. It's like a, I don't know, half an hour thing on the costumes. And I love Fifth Element. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if that's enough for me to buy the movie again. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd buy it. I just like the movie. I don't need to know more. I just want to watch the movie. I think with that one anyway. Yeah. So there's probably not a lot of Disney movies that I 
feel the need to upgrade, so to speak, because most of them are on Blu-ray right now. Yeah. But there are movies I've bought in probably at least three times. Well, I have a lot of stuff on DVD that I'm not going to go out and buy the Blu-ray just to replace the DVD. The DVD is still fine. I know it doesn't have the same quality as a Blu-ray, but at the same time, if I'm watching comedy, like oh, yeah. I need to see the pores on the person's face. You know, it doesn't have to have, you know, perfect sound, you know, oh, that laugh track sounded so much better in Dolby DTX. Like, you know, like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. But the, the thing, the thing that I've realized over the last two or three years, and I've talked to some other cinephiles about this, is that there are certain movies that get removed from circulation. They can't be streamed anywhere. You can't buy them digitally you can't there's no way to get them so pump up the volume is one of them very hard to find really but i have copies I've, i have I, I still have my vhs still have my dvd and i was looking to buy it on blu-ray and i couldn't find it anywhere now some of that could be like some of that could be licensing because if you release a movie in the states and you're going to sell it in canada <clears throat> you have to have a different license it's the same thing when you're you're on a website and says, oh, hey, check out this video of David Lee Roth singing with blah, blah, blah. And you go, oh, you're not allowed to watch it from your region. Yep. Like, it's the same thing. If you're releasing a film, you have to have distribution rights for every different country. So maybe I can't find it because. But I can go watch the whole movie on YouTube. You know, like it, it it's really weird. Like, I think it's it's good to buy the movie, to buy a physical copy, because. Netflix and all the streaming services they're controlling what we want to watch and if something's not popular enough they're going to pull it off even though it might be your favorite movie of all time I don't think I don't think it's it's responsible to if you love a movie to not own it I don't think I think you should like the studio put their heart and soul into a film they spent a, a crap ton of money yeah to make this movie why not just go buy it like well, I could just stream it or I can just, you know, like I like to own, if it's something I love, I want to own it. You know, it, it, it make, doesn't make sense to me to not own it. Well, like there bought some Bullet Boy CDs. I ordered them online and it's like, it's not very cool, but, you know, I got some good reaction online. You know, people are like, wow, you bought physical copies. That's so fucking awesome. You know, of course yeah it is there's still a lot of like cds that you can't buy digitally or even Mm. find on like streaming services um something like probably twango bango which is and i can't remember the drummer's name but like david lindley and a drummer put out like three cds which i think were only ever available through their own website and like when they did concerts yeah like you're not going to find that stuff anywhere yeah or like I don't even know if um, Acoustically Inclined even ever put out a CD. I have a couple of their tapes. I'd love to get more of their well, not that they've done stuff for a while, but I'd love to get their stuff on CD or more of it, but sometimes it just doesn't exist. It, it costs money to have it on a streaming service. And the, 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 the return on investment for having your stuff on a streaming service is Todd and I did a whole episode on how much money Ed Sheeran didn't make on streaming service. And he's like the biggest maybe not the biggest name, but he's top five biggest, you know, most streamed, most downloaded, most everything. And we figured we, 
we did a tally of how much money he made on streaming at five camera. It was like 5 billion streams or something or 4 billion or somewhere in that neighborhood. And he probably made about a hundred grand off. that. But on the other hand, Spotify and Apple and everyone else, they made a lot more than that on the amount of streams that Ed Sheeran had. So I don't know, go buy a CD. (laughs) because it goes in that guy's pocket like it goes in that person's pocket now you were talking about i'll I'll use your terminology the blue store um (laughs) if uh now if you go in there do they have a teacher called the blue store (laughs) (laughs) can you still go in there is there a music section where you can still buy cds i've never been in there for so i haven't been in there for so long i've never even looked it's um to be honest not like my number one reason to go there in the first place and it's been a while since i've been uh i do know that the music in the like, dvd blu-ray section is definitely really shrunk oh yeah um like i don't even know if they'd have like say a top 40 section but um Just used like to be a good top, place to go top 10 that's it that's all they that's all they sell <laughs> yeah or you know the three dollar christmas cds in december but yeah yeah uh, so I'm going to probably say no, but um, I mean, when I used to work at a toy store that has an animal for a mascot, all of the other uh, stores around it that used to have a large toy section, um, except for Christmas time, that section really shrunk. But previous to that, and the other place doesn't exist anymore, Toy City, it was in Madison Square. Okay. Like, um, there weren't really big toy stores. I mean, there was, you know, smaller, independently owned, like a one, yeah. you know, in malls and stuff, but there wasn't big box toy stores. Yep. Um, and like the big box CD, DVD store, you now have to go online and order and they send it to you two days later. Yeah, that's the only way, um, that's the only way I've been buying my music. There's, I mean, locally, the, like we have into the music, we have a few places like that, and I'd I'd, I'd prefer to go there if I can, and yeah. order from them. You know, like oh, order it for me. So okay, well, I'm gonna, you know, that store is gonna go to Amazon Amazon.ca and order it. Oh, did I just name dropped. Oops. Oh well. <laughs> But you can just, I mean, that store can order it. I mean, if I'm ordering a comic from you, I can go order from Amazon too. Or I can order it from you and you can make some profit off of it. You know, like, like go to your store. Like, that's kind of my opinion. Local oh. store. If it's available at your local store, get it to your local store. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you can. I mean, it is getting harder. Um but I would prefer to like go in a place to browse. I would prefer like, I, I don't know if they're around anymore, but like the, the A and B down when they were downtown on like Portage and Donald, yep. their CD and DVD section was amazing. Mm-hmm. You spend hours there just going through the bins. It was awesome, but you can't yeah. do that now. Like if, no. you, if you go on, if you go on the, the big A, Call it the big oh. to look to look for stuff. They're going to direct you towards what they want to sell. 
Like, yeah, you if you go into A and B, you'd go, okay, this is the rock section. And you could literally go through everything, you know, or pop or whatever. Like, but if you're, if you're on a browser, a web browser, it's, it's leading you down what, well, we need to sell another, um, another Beyonce CD, or we need to sell another Ariana Grande CD. So, you know, it, it, again, Todd and I talked about this before, but. Do, do you really need to do that though? What, buy another one? No. Yeah. <laughs> but, you have enough. But he, here's the thing that I, I had Spotify for all of five minutes. I, I'm, I really don't like Spotify for multiple reasons. Um, uh, I know of one reason why I don't, but okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. The big reason the guy that just got, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to go there, <laughs> but um, it, it, Todd and I were at the Cheech and Chong concert. We had gone and we talked about it. We, what we talked about was that all of a sudden Drake had a new album. And Drake was in every playlist on Spotify. Even if he so, didn't ask for it. Well, no, but like rock playlist. You want to listen to a rock playlist? Number one on the rock play playlist is Drake. Number <laughs> one on the pop playlist is Drake. Number one on the, so it's like. Well, it's like well, an ad placement. Well, but, yeah, placement. But, you're, somebody... but you're paying if you're paying $9.99 a month for Spotify, it's supposed to be ad-free, but you're forcing Drake down my throat on every freaking playlist that I look up. So I want it, I want my money back because I'm not paying for ad-free. But they're doing the same thing with the other asshole that's over there now that's taking all of our podcasting money away. Like the guy that's on there now, you know, he's being paid millions of dollars a year for having a podcast. But what about like, but they're not paying podcasters, anyone else on there. Like they're selling their service on the backs of our show. They're selling the service on the backs of everyone else's show. And they're charging a subscription fee to listen to our show, but they don't pay anybody, but they're paying that one guy millions of dollars a year. That's not his revenue. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, that's a sore, that's, sore spot. Sore spot, obviously, yes. <laughs> it, if it makes you feel better, I've never actually paid for subscription. So I just, I listen to the ads that they have when I listen. Yeah. Which has also been like less and less lately. But. And what's with movie theaters? What's with the ads? <laughs> like, aren't, are you not paying money out of your pocket to say, I want to watch this show? I don't want to sit here and watch your ads for the next you know, half an hour over and over again. I, I pay I, the money to answer those trivia questions personally. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's if, yeah, that's if you're ready for them. It's like, okay, we're going to start. Okay. By the time you download the app and have everything logged in, well, it's over. <laughs> it's done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember trying to download the app. <laughs> I couldn't get a decent Wi-Fi signal. Yeah, you had to pay for data. Yeah. <laughs> so now you're paying again. Well, I will say with the theaters, though, the theaters get paid F all on the movie. All the money they make is from ads, overpriced popcorn, overpriced drinks. That's the only money they make. It's like gas stations. Not make, 
they don't make money on the movie. Yeah, it's like gas stations, the same thing. It's like they, they make money on the gas and make they can, money on everything else. Well, and and I don't know why that is. Like they're paying this fee to show the movie, but they're paying they're getting paid peanuts like to to showcase a movie like but the the studios can't make any money unless they show the movies which we're seeing now with with covid and everything with the theaters being closed these studios are are losing money because they're not showing movies but they're you know before covid they were pinching all the movie theaters so they could make no money and now that the movie theaters are not were are not allowed to show movies the studios are suffering now. It's like, well, you hadn't have been squeezing the theaters all along. Well, unfortunately, it's probably either going to be that. I mean, personally, I would hope that the relationship would like strengthen and like the percentages. Then they're never going to be 50 50, obviously, but no, maybe it'll be better off the movie theaters, but it's either that or. I mean, I don't know how many of them are going to reopen. Some of them won't reopen at all. I'm sure. Like they can't. You can't be closed for that long and survive. No. And it's the thing that's been closed the longest out of anything. Like ours are still not open. I think they're open for five minutes. Last year, I think there was a period where some of them were open for a very short stint. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe right around Christmas. No, not even then, was it? I know. Well, not here anyway. I know, I know some movies were coming out like in North America, but um, not here. Yeah, yeah. Well, Beaver, who's been on the show before, um, he he saw a couple of movies last year, I think, in theaters. I think he was saying. Well, wasn't it like he went out to go to the theater to support the theaters? I think he went to the town actually. Yeah. Well. I do see people in and out of there all the time, like um, food delivery drivers. Like I think they're selling a lot of popcorn and nachos and and, yep. and stuff. So, it, but it's it's something. Yeah. Like the movie theater in Grant Park started doing that a long time ago too, and it's it's a way to keep, I guess, not the doors open, but it's a way to keep some people employed. It's a way to mm-hmm. still pay for because you still have to heat. Well, maybe not heating the place in the mall, but you still need to pay the rent, even if you get a subsidy. Yeah. You still have to make some money. Yeah. And-, and we've, we've ordered, we've ordered from skip the dishes from Cineplex a few times. Just, yeah. you know, we'll have a movie night at home. We'll rent a movie from Cineplex. So we'll make money there. And then we'll skip the dishes. We'll get some popcorn. You know, we've done that a couple times, but you know, I, I I know Todd. You don't like the ads at the movie theater. <laughs> I understand, <laughs> but I I love the theaters. Like that was for Sylvie and I. That was our date night. Our date night was go to Chapters, get a Starbucks, browse. You know, I might buy a book or something. Then we'll you know we'll sit in the lounge at the theater Cineplex, like, well, you know, we'll, we'd splurge and spend our, spend our Cineplex points and go, you know, go to the, the high end theater or whatever and sit there and maybe have a drink before the movie and talk about the books we just bought and, and then, you know, watch the movie. And like, it was a whole, that was our date night. And back then you had the scene points with your Cineplex card that 
you could see any movie, any movie in any theater, regardless of whether it was 3D or VIP, you know, for thousand points or whatever. And we bought our car with our scene points. <laughs> like we, we made sure we we bought two that we had two of our cars we bought, we used the credit the scene credit card to get mm-hmm. the scene points. And then we also put a down payment on our house using the scene card, the scene points. So at one point we had about, I don't know, probably 30 free movies to go see. So that was, you know, that was our date night. So I, I do miss the theaters. You're, you're an avid theater goer, theater, theater goer as well, right, Jared? I am not, no. I, I used to be. But you used to be. Uh, when I was younger, I would probably go like three or four times a month especially on like Toonie Tuesdays and stuff. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, and then I used to get like uh, movie passes all the time. I would go to um, the last movie I might've seen in the movie theater was maybe Endgame. Oh and yeah. And before sure. that, maybe a star Wars movie. Uh, not that I, like, so I don't, I don't think this event stuff, I guess in the theaters. Yeah, I mean, I guess like a lot of the movies that I like to watch aren't necessarily big sci-fi action movies, yeah. uh, although I do enjoy those a lot. But um, I mean, if you know, Mason never asked to go see a movie, I think that was what happened with Endgame, is because he wanted to see it not necessarily on a big screen, but he wanted to see it before his friends started talking about it, and it got ruined for him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I've owned a comic book store for over 20 years. I'm used to for that for me. Oh, yeah. But it, it is to the point where, you know, he hasn't really asked and I can pause the movie when I want to and there's extras. And uh, But I used to you love going all the time. The sound system at your place? Like uh, no. Great to watch a movie at home? No. Well, I, no, not great. I mean, I should have used some of that money that I would have used to go to Florida, but it's just easier, I guess. Yeah. But that's also like when, I mean, Mason's 15 now. It's not like he's going to go up and go to the bathroom every 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, We saw, we saw, I'm trying to think out that the last movie we thought we saw in theaters was probably taking the kids to something. Because it was always hard, like getting sitters and stuff. Because my kids are at that age where, yeah, so it's a little more difficult. And you know, we saw, we saw Trolls, the first Trolls movie in theaters. Oh, I was gonna say I thought that the World Tour was one of the last movies in theaters. Yeah, we rented that one, okay. and it was funny. That one was twenty bucks, and for me, it's like twenty bucks. And then the Mulan came out, and it was thirty dollars plus plus or is it 39 Mulan was like the most expensive one to rent because friends of ours rented it and it was 50 bucks to rent it right which is but more I, than it should have been it was and I think that was them testing it because that was one of the first movies that almost came out or maybe it was in yeah, theaters was for like a, a week it was yeah it was it was in theaters for yeah and like. I think they felt the need to make more of their money back quicker. And I don't think that quite worked out for them, but I think that's why that one was as expensive as it was. 
the yeah, Black Widow is going to be like it's going to be like ten plus dollars cheaper than Milan was. Yeah, I think Black Widow's thirty. Yeah. So maybe Milan was forty. Yeah. With taxes, it worked out to fifty. Oh, okay. Milan did because our friends rented it and they're like, "Holy!" Like, and that was the thing is like, it says. $20 or $25, but that's American. Right. And that's how they advertise it on the American price. And then you're like, oh, and then you just put in your credit card and then you you get your bill net later. And they're like, whoa. It's converted. It's, it's yeah. like, holy shit. Like, so it they were a bit tricky with that, but I'm probably going to rent Black Widow, I guess. Well, with the case of Milan, like the copy on my shelf definitely cost me less than $50. So that's kind of kind of why I waited. But I mean, I also do subscribe to Disney Plus. So they're getting my money every month anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't mind waiting. But I will say like one of the biggest blockbusters last year was Trolls World Tour, like the second Trolls movie. And, but it was at, it was affordable. It was 20 bucks. It's affordable. Like it's cheaper than me taking me and my two kids to the theater. That's for that's for damn sure, right? Like the, when we saw because we saw the first Trolls film, the one before World Tour, which was like the year before or whatever, and that was a hundred dollar touch right there, for, you know, for four of us in a theater, you know, and the kids got to buy their stuff and we have to buy our popcorn and you know it's whatever it is. Like I know they have a discounted price for kids, but it's not that much of a discount. You know, so they don't have the Robin Hood coupons anymore, do they? Robin Hood <laughs> back in the day, don't remember Robin, that. No, Robin Hood the, they had the, the little the coupon on, yeah, right on the flower, yeah. and then you you cut it out. And it was was it, I think it was Cineplex. Oh, they had them. Well, they had them in the um, cereal. Certain Some of them, yeah. cereal would have them. Yeah, later later on, yeah, yeah. Mine was in the time of Apple Apple Dumpling Gang. Like this is <laughs> eons ago. <laughs> got a few years on me, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have those on DVD too. So nice. <laughs> Apple Dumbling Gang? Yeah, Don Knotts, Tim Conway. Awesome. Yeah. My father in law has been watching them. We gave him uh he has a, a login to Disney Plus and we finally got him a smart oh we finally made sure he had a smart TV and he's like, Oh my god, this is so cool. So he's so he has access to our Disney Plus and our Amazon Prime. And he keeps buying movies and not watching them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you have a five dollar, five dollar and ninety nine cent charge on your Amazon Prime account. Like, <laughs> he keeps charging your movies. Yeah, on, on your account. <laughs> yeah. So, I think he bought the Apple Dumpling Gang, even though it was free on Disney Plus. I think he tried to watch it on MGM or something. So whatever. <laughs> well, it's weird too on Amazon. I forget what I watched the other day, but I was searching for a movie, and it's like you can pay five ninety nine for this, or for the exact same movie, you can also watch it for free on Amazon Prime. It's like, yeah, why, why would you have the weird? I mean, if it's a buying option, maybe, but if it's just a rental option, why would that even be there? Yeah, I know it's kind of funny. Um, confuse you. Also, Amazon Prime, the rental prices are higher than the rental prices on. You're you're a PS person, but on Xbox, we just go to the Xbox store and rent from there, right? Um, if we're going to rent a movie, and the Xbox pricing is cheaper than the Amazon rental pricing, it's like five ten dollars difference. 
So, but anyway, I don't know. I, I didn't realize what time it is. It's 8.30. I got to go put the kids to bed. Yeah. Um, Jarrett, what do you do? What's your day job? Uh, my d- day job is, is I try to sell comic books to people and sometimes action figures. I own Comic Factory 4 in Winnipeg, Manitoba. That pretty much almost started downtown. Yep. My favorite place. Uh, I have a question for you. Um, it's kind of, it, it's been bugging me and I need to get your two cents on it. But I bought my Captain Britain omnibus a few years ago. And uh, the, the one with the Alan Davis stuff or? It was the Alan Davis, Alan Moore one. Okay. That's all they had at the time. And um, I found some old. So all that covers is Alan Moore, Alan Davis stuff. Doesn't cover the, the stuff before that was like Chris Claremont and uh, I can't remember who else. But yeah, it, it was most mostly when they like put on the muscles and the the sort of white. Yeah, exactly. Blue costume, not not like yeah. the red costume. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the gold lion. So anyway, I found I, I actually found it on Amazon. I found the old like the old old stuff, and it, they were selling it through a third party uh, bookstore in England. And I found they had the first, there was three books pre-Alan Moore, Alan Davis that they put out in paperback. So I, I found two of them. The Amazon description was incorrect on what it was. So it made me seem like I had everything that led up to the omnibus. Okay. So I was all excited. Like I've got all the Captain Britain stuff. Well, they just, after I bought those two books on Amazon, they posted on Amazon that there is a new Captain Britain omnibus that's coming out in the end of the year that includes everything that I have in the current omnibus and the other stuff that I just bought. <laughs> okay. So I'm debating whether I just buy the new omnibus and spend another, you know, $160 on another Captain Britain hardcover and get rid of the, what I already have. Sell the other stuff now on eBay. <laughs> like I, I said, you know what? There's no way I'm ever going to find this stuff. Like they're never going to reprint the old Captain Britain stuff. I just I had enough. I'm like, you know what? There's a UK bookstore through Amazon that can get me all two books, but there was three, but they didn't list them properly in Amazon. So I'm like, I can get the, I'll have all of the Cap- Captain Britain stuff. And then you get it and you look at the side, it says one, and then it says three. Like, where's two? I go back on Amazon, can't figure anything out. It says there's only two books. I go to the bookstore in England, that the, the, the third-party store that sold it through Amazon, and it lists all three books. And the second one is unavailable. And books one and two, there's only, or sorry, books one and three, the ones that I have, there's only like 10 left in stock. Once okay. they're gone, then that's it. They're done because it's through the UK imprint, not the Marvel America imprint. But so, what's the secondary book market like for trades? <laughs> um, Do you think if I tried to sell them, I would actually get something for them? Only if people didn't know that that omnibus wasn't coming out. I guess. <laughs> Shh, I'll edit all this out. <laughs> 
the omnibus I, is great. I mean, it's it's the best part of the Captain Britain run pre Excalibur for sure. Yes, the stuff before that is some of it's pretty horrendous. It's it's pretty bad. Some of it's good, but it's you know Chris Claremont trying to sound like a British guy, and he's not. You know, blimey, crikey, you know all that. You know this. The dialogue is absolutely atrocious. But, you know, I wanted the whole Captain Britain collection, <laughs> so I think I'm probably going to have to order Captain Britain from you. In the end, because it's the only way I'll ever get that book two. Well, it's also possible that that omnibus, even though you would only be missing a third of it, I guess, might want to being cheaper than finding that volume two. Because yeah. there's still... Yeah, like there's the second... I could probably find it on eBay and I could probably pay, you know, $100 or maybe more if I looked on eBay, but I'm, I'm not very trusting of eBay. Yeah, and with things going out of print so quickly these days and not going back in print. Um, if you had all three, I would just say, keep whatever you had. Oh, you know, if I had all three, that'd be fine. I would just leave it. I mean, some people want the, the hardcover just out, say they have the hardcover, but yeah. I've always been more of a, as long as I have some version to read it, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. Um, but what? even like with the new omnibus, I know with some of the even more popular Marvel titles, uh, in trade paperback, what they're doing is it's not necessarily like an unguaranteed back order, but what they're doing is taking um, theoretical orders for a book, like uh, through Diamond's ordering site, they'll say they have Spider-Man's Epic Collection 2, so it's like Spider-Man from the original series, I say 21 to 40. So you can sort of put in an order for one, but knowing if the pre-orders for this reprint book doesn't hit whatever number they need, it's not going to be reprinted. They might try again like a year later. Uh, and then like the hardcovers and omnibuses very rarely ever get reprinted. But even yeah. now... Or in getting a secondary market one well if you if 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 i if i didn't order that excalibur from you and try to buy it two or three years from now it'd be double the price online or you know triple or whatever because there there was an omnibus i regret not buying like some x-men stuff or whatever i'm like i'll wait i'll get it later and then now it's like oh it's 300 dollars on amazon it's like holy crap yeah they've reprinted maybe the half a dozen omnibuses. It's not something they normally do, especially now that they have like those epic collections, yeah, which are the soft covers. Yeah, which is like the old essential. Uh, we call them essentials. They're kind of the same, right? Are they black and white? Or are they no, no. Oh. The epics are in color. Oh, I didn't realize. Um, but they're definitely like per like issue count. They're definitely cheaper than a normal trade paperback. But it's also something that's being in an omnibus and in a Marvel masterwork and possibly in its own trade back. So sometimes this is like the fourth or fifth time they've reprinted these issues. Yeah. But the nice thing about the epics is that, you know, say out of these 20 issues, this six issue is like assassination from amazing Spider-Man and like 
who cares about these other two issues? And then this issue that he's fighting the Hulk and the epics, like they don't miss anything. It's everything. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. But you, of course, run the risk of buying stuff more than once. Really want to thank Jared Tarowski from Comic Factory for, for coming on the show and uh, just sharing uh, and swapping stories. You can find his comic book store on Notre Dame Avenue in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Look for him on Facebook. He's also on there for under Comic Factory 4. Great guy. Always a great chat. And uh, we'll see you all on the flip side. <laughs>